Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty. I still have my cold, but fortunately for all of us, I have one of my favorite old segments for you today that I recorded when I didn't sound like a nasally frog. And at the end, I have a listener familect story. Here we go. Have you ever wondered why the British spell color with a U and Americans don't? Or why the British spell theater with an R-E at the end, and Americans spell it with an E-R at the end? I mean, we all know that these spelling differences exist, but not everyone knows why they exist. Well, today we're going to find out. It turns out that Noah Webster, of Webster's Dictionary fame, is behind many, but not all, of the spelling differences between British and American English. And his reasons for making the changes were as much political and philosophical as linguistic. I was inspired to do this podcast by a book I just finished called The Forgotten Founding Father, Noah Webster's Obsession and the Creation of an American Culture by Joshua Kendall. Now, I know many of you listening are not Americans, but I hope you'll indulge me and end up finding this story as interesting as I do. Noah Webster lived smack in the middle of the time when Americans were still trying to form a country and figure out who they were. To give you some perspective, the United States Constitution was ratified between the time Webster published his first spelling book and when he started working on his famous dictionary. Americans were eager to break with Britain as fully as possible and weren't even sure that English should be the primary language. Nearly 10% of the population spoke German, so some people suggested that should be our language. Others proposed Hebrew, and others thought we should call our language Colombian. Webster undertook his first big project, an American spelling book to replace the British spelling book schools were using then, in part to settle the matter. It was in this book that he took small steps to begin creating American spellings. It was also in the speller that he taught Americans to pronounce the name of the final letter of the alphabet as Z instead of Z, as the British do. Webster is best known now as the dictionary writer, but in his time, he was involved in politics and knew George Washington and Benjamin Franklin quite well. He regularly wrote political essays, letters, and tracts, and early in his career, he felt that an American language was necessary to hold the country together. In his lectures, he criticized Americans for studying Hebrew, Greek, Latin, French, and German, but neglecting English. And he wrote, quote, 
America must be as independent in literature as she is in politics, as famous for arts as for arms, unquote. Before he wrote his big dictionary, he wrote a smaller book titled The Compendious Dictionary, and it was in this work that he really got rolling on spelling reform. For example, he dropped the U from color, honor, and, quote, a few words of that class, unquote, as he called them in his introduction. He changed theater R-E to theater E-R. He substituted an S for the C in defense, offense, and pretense. He dropped the second L in words such as traveled and canceled. And he changed the S to Z in a few words such as patronize. He also included changes that had already been suggested by others, such as omitting the K from the end of magic in logic and spelling risk with a K instead of a Q-U-E at the end. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. That, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Exco, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric CDX Type S. Give up. Order now at Acura.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Besides political reasons, Webster also felt that he was creating linguistic order with his changes. And in thrifty New England fashion, he made an argument that his spelling reforms would save money. In a 1789 essay, he wrote, quote, Such a reform would diminish the number of letters about one-sixteenth or one-eighteenth. This would save a page in 18, and saving an eighteenth in the expense of the books is an advantage that should not be overlooked. Unquote. Some critics thought he went too far with his reforms, and in later dictionaries he undid some of the changes he had published. 
For example, he'd omitted the final E in words such as doctrine, discipline, and medicine, and spelled ache as A-K-E, soup as S-O-O-P, tongue as T-U-N-G, women as W-I-M-M-E-N, and weather as W-E-T-H-E-R. These changes were later reversed, although he sometimes included notes recommending what he would then call alternative spellings. One difference between British and American spelling that isn't Webster's doing is the British spelling of program, P-R-O-G-R-A-M-M-E. According to Fowler's Modern English Usage, it was spelled without the final M-E, as Americans now spell it, in both British and American English until the beginning of the 19th century when the British adopted the French M-M-E spelling and the Americans didn't. A second difference we can't attribute to Webster is the American aluminum versus the British aluminium. Both Fowler and Garner's modern American usage note that Sir Humphrey Davy, a British chemist who discovered the element in 1812, gave it the name aluminum. Soon after, British writers suggested that it should be changed to aluminium to match better the names of other elements, such as sodium and potassium. Webster recorded it as Davy had named it, and British dictionaries later included it in their books as aluminium. By the time he finished his dictionary, which took about 28 years to write, Webster no longer seemed driven by the idea of an American language. He had turned his attention to word origins and made arguments for his changes based on etymology. Nevertheless, he was the creator of many of the spellings that characterize American English today. His story is fascinating, and I'm sure many of you would enjoy reading more about his life and work. I know I did. Next, this caller had an interesting story that's half commentary on our recent news chat and half Familect story. Hi, Grammar Girl. Your exchange with Neil Whitman the other day about people thinking that the different spellings of gray imply different shades of color reminded me of something my mother claimed about the different pronunciations of R-O-U-T-E. She would say route was a routine path that one took for a specific purpose, like a paper route, a mail route, or a route you took to work every day. And route was like a thoroughfare designated for travel that uh, available for anyone or any purpose, just like Route 66. Obviously, that's not the case, but uh, she convinced all three of us kids, and we still use it to this day. Thanks for your podcast. I love it. Thanks for sharing your story. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find out everything about me at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. At Capella University. You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.